Hi everyone and welcome to our next episode. I'm joined today by Chris Pattinson, who is the Sales and Marketing Director at Abca Systems. Hi Chris, how are you doing? Hi Martin, good to see you. Um, yeah, everything's good. Hot, hot, that's all. Turn my fan off for this, so uh, I'm sweltering in here. Right, well we'll, we'll, we'll we'll get on with it before it gets too hot in there then. Um, so Chris, I'm, I'm, I'm focusing on People in business, what drives them, what keeps them positive when their positivity is tested, all those types of things. Would would you, I suppose a fair opening question is, would you say that you're generally a positive person? Oh, I, I like to be. It's probably not the best timing to say um, pos- test and positive uh, at the minute. But um, yeah, it's, yeah, I'd like to, I'd, I'd try to be positive. We all have our moments, you know, and things, certain things affect us. And I think that's been tested for, or most of us have been tested over the last year or so um coming in you hear that from everyone nowadays but yeah you've got to try and remain positive if you want to focus on things i find the time that when i'm positive is the time where i have most success you know the times where i'm feeling it and being a bit down which is okay too you know that things happen but things don't necessarily happen the way you want them to so it's always good to try and be positive yeah i, I good nice cultural reference there to modern times about positivity and testing <laughs> your positivity and all that yeah and 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 in, in one of the reasons I wanted to focus on positivity at the minute, really, Chris, is I'm, I'm very conscious that there'll be a lot of people out there who might want to be positive, but can't find a reason to be positive at the moment. Um, I mean, what, what, what do you do when, when you find yourself feeling down? And is, is there a particular thing, an activity, a time of the year, a time of the day where your positivity dips? And how do you combat that? yeah I mean my my mood can go up and down I'm very self-critical of myself as well um and sometimes what and and when you're feeling like that all you want to do is hide away from the world you want to not necessarily get out of bed you want to pull the the duvet over and what I've found and it's not easy to do you know so it's out there and I feel for people who feel it out there what I found is doing things and being active drives positivity as opposed to waiting to be positive to get things done you know and it, it, it's for me it was flipping that on my head so those days where I'm feeling down just getting up and getting in the shower just doing your daily routine and um, seeing those little things that you really don't feel like doing it but I've got up I've walked the dog I've got up um, I've got the kids ready for school I've got them to school those little things it's like setting a ball rolling um, and so when you're feeling down and, and not feeling motivated Doing those little things leads to, you know, a little win leads to another win, to another thing. And all of a sudden, it just builds and builds and builds and builds, you know. And likewise, the other way, you know, sometimes if you're feeling down, every little thing seems like such a, you know, everything seems to go wrong. Um, yeah. Well, it yeah. can happen the other way as well. When you're feeling positive, everything can seem to go right too. It's, you, you, you've touched on an interesting point there. And I've just saw something um, this morning on LinkedIn or wherever it was, I can't remember. And it was a, a like a, a meme or a you know like one of these motivational poster type things about someone saying oh I'll, I think it was an advert for a charity actually saying I'll pack in drinking once I get my life back on track. And they were like, well, how about you pack in drinking and then your life will be back on track, you know? Yeah. And you kind of touched on the same point there. It's you know you can't just sit and wait for it to change. Sometimes you have to be the cause of the change, don't you? And I'm not saying the same as just pick yourself up and have a word with yourself because I realise that's not the thing. Is it then just about the distraction of the normal routine? You just you have to have a routine and distraction? 
I don't think no. It's just I mean, you, you say with everything, don't you, in terms of active, being active, being up and about. It helps. I mean, it, it's well documented that being active, moving about, walking, fresh air helps the mental state. You know, um, so I think that's something that you've that you've got to do, and and it goes the same with work. You know, when things are piling up at work, and you think oh, I've got this email to do, I'm behind on this, or you know. Is that the true picture or are you, I mean, I've been known to do this, that's where you can spiral and you can catastrophize and, you know, the worst things in sliced bread, et cetera. But in actual fact is, rather than letting that overwhelm you, right, let's just answer that email. Right, that's a job done. Great. And, and then all of a sudden you find yourself in a much, much better position before you even realize it, you know, and because you have that little win, you've ticked that job off the list, you get a little bit of adrenaline or, or don't know, whatever it may be. And you move on to the you move on to the next thing, and and it's just starts to roll, you know. And you enjoy winning. Yeah, is is that like um, there's there's a term that I use sometimes. Is, is that like gamifying things? So so if you've got a massive to do list with a huge task on there, don't tackle the biggest one first. Get a couple of easy wins under your belt, get some momentum, and then and then like lean into the bigger stuff. Is that is that what you mean? Or well, I think so. You know, I mean, it's one of those ones where. You can often think, oh, where should I start or should I do this and that? And there's a happy medium, you know, you'll have heard of the phrase eating, eating the frog, you know, and not just focusing on leaving the, the, I mean, for the people that might not have heard of it, the concept of eating the frog is um, if you've got a, 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 a difficult task to do or a difficult customer to speak to or something in your life that you don't want to deal with, if you eat the frog when it's first there, it's still eating the frog, it's not nice. But if you leave it, the frog will get older, dirtier, slimier, etc. So, and the problem will get bigger and bigger. So dealing with it the earlier, the better. So it's not about just ignoring the hard stuff and dealing with the easy stuff, but sometimes getting that ball rolling, you know, talking with the smaller tasks may just help you if you're feeling, you know, if you're feeling like you're, you're struggling a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, th I think the, um, the, the there's a saying on... I don't know, something like resentment or revenge feelings or something like that, but I think it's kind of relevant here. If, if that frog's taking up space in your head and stopping you from doing other things, the longer it's in there, the bigger impact it has on the other things that you're trying to do as well, isn't it? It's, it's almost like it's, you know, it's poisoning the tank for every day that it's in there. It's a bit more, it's a bit dirtier, as you put it. It's a bit, a bit That's it. You're holding it in your, you're holding it in. I mean, we all have very, very busy lives. We all have things we want to do and we've all, hold information in our head. Let's hold the positive stuff in there, you know, the stuff we can win on and get rid of and deal with the stuff that's not so good, you know? Because it still stays there. If you ignore it, it's still there. Yeah. And often that's the thing that kept you awake at night, but you didn't realise it was that. But it's just that it was burying away in there, keeping you awake anyway, wasn't it? That's it. That's when, it. When, when, um, when, when, when do you think that your positivity is most tested than Chris I mean you know obviously obviously we, we can't not talk about lockdown and COVID that's kind of the time we're in at the minute but I don't want this just to be another oh well this is what we did in lockdown there was a time for that and I hope we can now talk about what we're doing to get out of it but is there is there something in your life that you just think and this isn't meant to be too deep but is there just a time where you think I've got to do this again and how do you how do you get yourself geared up to do those things I think it's when, when I get most tested is maybe when I'm self-critical. I'm self-critical of myself all the time, but, and you can use that as a, in, a, in a good way, but when I 
and most self-critical of myself is maybe when, like we all do, you drop the ball a little bit or something, or work builds up to a point where you're behind or stuff. I'm a, I'm a, well, I, I'm a people pleaser. You know, I have this thing within me that that everyone needs to like me, and that is not the way to be. You know, it's good to try and please people, but it's not good to judge your self-worth on how every single other person perceives you. You know, there are things that that sometimes you need to. Um, sometimes you just you just need to do what you believe is right and do things to the best of your ability. Um, so I think when things get overwhelmed or things build up, that's when I can start to be self-critical of myself. But sometimes you need to get out of your bubble. You need to think, you know, I'm not the only one that's got lots of work on. I'm not the only one that that um, is, you can only do what you can do. You're only human. Um, and at the end of the day, you, you make your priority list, you get on, you have a word for yourself and and you, and you start trying to deal deal with what's in front of you. Who, who, who's your best source of positivity externally then, Chris? Because sometimes if you get caught in this self-critical loop, you can't just shake yourself down. You can't just have a word for want of a better way of putting it. I mean, where, where do you turn? Who do you turn to to then, I don't know, who do you go and have a cup with or a pint with? Or Newcastle well, United. Um, so I would say, well, right, we're, we're potentially going to get deep now. Um, the person I would say who I go to, I can trust the, the most is a, is a chap called Dave Sayers. Um, He's, um, to cut a long story short, he was my brother's best friend. Um, and I lost my brother uh, about four years ago to cancer. Um, and Dave was, as I say, Mark's best friend. And on that day, it was a case of, right, you're my brother now. You're my, you know, I'm your big brother, you're my brother. And he's taken me under his wing. And he's an incredible, incredible positive influence on me. He doesn't suffer any fools. And he doesn't, um, doesn't sugarcoat things with me if I've, if I'm not pulling my weight, or if, I'm, if he thinks I need to address something, he'll do that. But I need that as well, you know. So, so I have to say, he's been an incredible influence on my life, especially in the last four years. Right. Okay. Then. Um, conscious, I've got to get the next question right to make sure this stays on a positive mood. If I can, not that we can't talk about negative things, because positivity is only there because of negativity, and 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 obviously, I mean, I knew you were going through that at the time, Chris, and I. I've got to be honest, I didn't appreciate what kind of impact that must have had. But then I lost my dad two years after you lost your brother. Um, and there was a lot of similarities in, in, there were some similarities, but not that many. But, you know, I know there's still the, the use of the services. Scales and things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I know what it's like. I know what it's like. We've got some kind of feedback loop there. Sorry, I hope it's gone. Um, and, 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 and yet, it is quite interesting because then, because it's interesting, one of the things you touched on there is the person who helps dig you out of your self-critical thing is actually then just a proxy for someone who just tells you to have a word with yourself. Um, yeah, he doesn't say like, well, yourself, yeah, it, but it, it's a case of he won't let me wallow too much or be too defeatist or, or things like that. Yeah, and is that as well. But there are also the times where he can recognise, well, actually, hang on a second, you know, so there is an element of, I'll build you up, but at the same time, let's not um, let's not sugarcoat things. You know, you have to be resilient. You have to be this. You have to be that. You know, and you've got to work hard. You know, it's no there's too much, too many people expect too many things to be handed to them on plate, and it comes to the point where you have to work incredibly hard if you want to achieve the things that you want to achieve to in life. And that, that, that in 
in a notebook. Chris, I'm getting some feedback loop here. Sorry, I think that's gone again. Um, and I, I realise there's a lot of people say you have to work for what you want, and there's a lot of you know again there's loads of motivational stuff about if you don't put the effort in, no one's going to put the effort in for you, and all that kind of stuff. But but what's interesting about that is the way you kind of you're you're, you're linking it to you to to your mindset and. And, and, and actually, as much as you can't say, have a word with yourself, pick yourself up, why don't you just be happier or why don't you just be positive? Mm-hmm. There is still a point where unless unless you're willing to take it, you know, that step, it doesn't matter who says what to you or what else happens in your life. Yeah, and, and it, don't get me wrong. It's, a, you know, it, it's not something that you can just, just jump into necessarily, you know, and, and there are varying degrees of what people are going through, you know? But what we've also got to be aware of is someone who's got the worst of the worst happening to them doesn't, it doesn't mean that the person who's maybe not going through as much on, on a scale of things, doesn't mean they're not feeling what they're feeling. And likewise, it doesn't mean that there's not someone in a much worse state than that person. So you can't deny people's feelings and what they're going through. You just, and, and the other thing is as well, you know, it's, there's not a self-help book in the world that fits for everyone. You know, it's different people will have different things that work for them. And and and, and the people who are, who are good most of the time will silently be having a, a difficult time in others and, and, and the techniques might not work. So you've just got to, you know, um, yeah, you've just got to, you've just got to do what works for you really and not be too, and, and this is something I'm saying, that I'm not doing myself, but not be too harsh on yourself, you know. Um, you know, as long as you can settle with yourself every night that you've done your absolute best, you know, or giving it your all, or etc. You can't do any more than that. And you know what? Those people that do give it their all and do give it their best, more often than not, are lucky or or, or do well. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's all right for you. You've got everything. Well, <laughs> it's not as not as black and white as that, is it? Well, the, 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 yeah. The, the people who just assume, oh, you've got everything and you're doing so well and you're doing. You don't know the true story. You know. You don't know. You don't know that someone seems to have has a massive house and looks like they're living the life of Riley. You don't know that they're not mortgaged up to the hilt or, or struggling. And you, you don't know, you don't know what the situation is. And you shouldn't compete against those people either. And I've been guilty of that, competing against other people and thinking, oh, that person's there. I want to be there. Or and I'm not there yet, but I'm getting to the point where you know, just compete against yourself, keep looking to improve, um, and that's the way you'll you'll be more content. Um because you don't know the people's situations. Yeah, do, 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 do you think there's an influence on people starting out now? Or I don't know. I mean, we're not exactly old anyway, but I'm going to put us in the middle age category, Chris, if, if that's okay. Um, but do you think the pressures on younger people now are different to what they were for us going through? I mean, I was never bullied online, for instance. It's not that, I, it's not that people are never bullied, but... I didn't have to worry about what I looked like on Instagram and stuff like that. Nobody knew what kind of shoes I was wearing, apart from the kids in my class, you know. Do you think yeah. it's like this connected world creates different issues for people now? I think it does, without a doubt, it causes different challenges. Um, but at the same time, it is the world that they're going to live in. So rather than just saying, oh, it's evil, let's not use it and things like that, it is what it is what is going to be. Everything's going to be on a computer, on an iPad, on a mobile device. You know, it, 
it, it, it's just how it's going to be going forward. And and rather than just saying that's evil, reducing screen down to the point of, of anything else, what you have to do is actually manage it and 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 try and teach your kids to to, to use it in a more sensible way. Um, I guess because it ain't going anywhere. So if you don't prepare them for the world, then and also it's how they're going to get on. It's a, I mean, let's face it, you're doing these these talks and they're going to be put on YouTube, they're going to be put on on Spotify, you know, it's probably you're going to post things on LinkedIn. It is the way the world's going and you have to you have to keep up with it. Yeah. But it does have challenges yeah. without a doubt. And I think and I, yeah, it does without I, a doubt. I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, whilst at the same time I'm someone who literally gave up Twitter in 2019 because just the it just felt so adversarial, you know. Um, and it was pro probably more reflective of the fact that it, at the time I was quite ill. <laughs> and I don't know, well, I had a funny time in my life anyway, but I, 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 I think you're right. I mean, what, 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 what the, the reason I asked that is because you come off social media, you, you stopped, you, you did, you might have given up Twitter, but you set up a professional, a professional Martin Wardle page. So you yeah. came off for your yeah. person. So you, what you did is you created a, a space, you know, you said, right, okay, I see that Facebook's important, I see that LinkedIn's important, but. I want to compartmentalize that into my work life and create a space where I'm not a slave to it, you know? Yeah. You know, so I think you did the best, you had the best of both worlds there. I'm, I'm not sure it's perfect, but that, that was what I was trying to do. I was trying to say, well, let, I'm, I'm happy to chat with people on, on any social media platform that I'm on. What I, but what I want to do is control the type of conversations I have on it because there's not enough nuance in, in, a, in a tweet it's a cliche now, but you, you can't get nuance across in a tweet, can you? So I think that's part of the why people just haven't adapted to a new style of communication, you know? I think that's what you choose to engage with as well, you know? If you want to get engaged into sort of a, don't get me wrong, I think it's important to have an opinion, you know, especially on someone on LinkedIn where you're looking at experts and, you know, if there's something, for example, you know, I'm the security and fire market um, or fire security market, and, and there's something in there and, and I think I've got something that's going to add value to a conversation, then I'm going to jump on there. I'm going to talk about it, you know, um, and, and, and I think that that is important and it's not a case of, Oh, I slightly disagree with that person. And um, so oh, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want any conflict. I think it's, it's good to, to have that open debate, but there is certainly a way of doing it. And so many people get it so, so wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 th I think there's a lot of people out there seem to come from a position of assuming the person they disagree with isn't just someone who's trying to find a way to express an opinion, but is someone who is pure evil and clearly hates them. You know, as a reader, it's easy to go, why are they saying that about me? It's probably not about you, and it's probably not quite the way you're taking it either. Well, I mean, that goes back to what we're starting with at the, at the start. I mentioned getting out, of your, getting out of your bubble, you know? I mean, one of the things that I really have to challenge is you know, if I if I maybe feeling a bit down on myself, I project that onto everyone else and assume everyone else feels down on me. So I'm, you know, when they are, the honest truth is, they're not thinking about me. <laughs> they're thinking about the football at the weekend. They're thinking about taking the dog for a walk. They're thinking about all the stuff they've got in the house. They're thinking about probably what they've done wrong that day and how bad, you know, so it's, you've got to get out of your bubble and get out of your, your ego, I suppose, to an extent, thinking that the world revolves around well, I'm not saying you, but the world revolves around me. Yeah, the world revolves around me. Everyone's constantly being critical of me, thinking about me, spending all of their time thinking about me. It ain't happening. Yeah.
Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I get this a lot where, where people just assume if you have one belief, you have another belief, and therefore, you know, therefore, I like you know, trees, like evil might have liked trees, it's like kind of this ipso facto kind of connection. And that's just not the case. And I, I think you can only get across how, what people actually think about stuff in a longer form kind of discussion, which is why I'm trying to do this rather than just a five minute, this is Chris Pattinson. Because if you had to try and cram your life into five minutes, something would go wrong. There would be a wheel off somewhere and it'd be very easy for someone to take offence. Yeah. Looping back as well, though, Chris, part, part of the thing I mentioned, about, part, part of me kind of weird flow of my mind there is on the social media. You mentioned how you should only compare yourself to yourself. Um, and this is something that I, I you know, you don't, don't compare yourself against others. You're not in the same race as them. First of all, you don't know if they've got similar goals. So it's pointless trying to follow someone if they're going somewhere you don't want to be. But also this idea that you kind of said, as long as you get to the end of the day and you know you've done all you can, I suppose there's two bits there. It doesn't matter if you have the off day, just start again the next day. I've learned this on dieting. Some days you just eat far too much. You don't throw the whole thing out. You haven't lost a week. You've lost a meal. That's all you lost. You can have, you know, the next meal can be healthy again. There's not a problem. But also this idea that you need to continually improve. I'm not sure you do. I think that just the trend of improvement needs to be there. And at the end of each day, hopefully you're a little bit better than you started the day. Mm -hmm. A little bit further ahead, a little bit closer to that. I think in terms of when I was saying, I've got to be careful when saying not competing against everyone else, because I definitely did used to do that. Uh, and if I use an example, you know, uh, so a year ago, I sold my business, which was Tyneside Security, which I'm still MD of, um, to a, as well as my role as sales marketing director at Abka. And I sold it to Abka Systems, and more specifically to my friend, Phil Miller, who's the MD at Abka. Um, and... Tyneside Security was a, a, a 500, 600,000 pound turnover company. Um, Abka Systems is a much, much bigger piece. It's a 26 million pound national company, um, although albeit in the same market. Now the synergies of, of, um, of, of merging the companies together, I'll come on to in a little bit if you've got the time to. Um, but what I did was because it was in the same industry, I mean, it's very, very, so Phil was a few years above me at the same school. Um, although we didn't know each other there, we started playing for a football team um, together after that. And Phil went to the same school as me. He went to university to do economics. I went to university to do economics. He finished that degree. He came back and took over his, uh, eventually took over his father, went off and did other things. Like I went off and did other things. Came back, took over his father's business. I came took over my father's business. His father's business was in fire and security. My dad's business was fire and security. There was a lot of synergy, yeah, um, between the two, the two things. And I'm sit, sat here, albeit five or six years behind him, I'm sat here as a £600,000 turnover company, and he's got a £26 million turnover company. So I'm thinking, what have I done wrong? He's there, and I'm here, you know? Now, there was massive different scenarios, and, and uh, different in circumstances, sorry, you know, and, and, and Phil tells it as well, and Phil's kind of said to, 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 to look at myself in terms of, you know, I took over the business, unfortunately, when my mum my passed away, and my dad for a couple of years after that, basically gave up. He, 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 he struggled very, very much with it. So although it was a successful business, it, I didn't have my dad's support. I had mental uh, com, compassion and support, I suppose, that way. But not. I wasn't in the business for however many years with my dad's teaching me the ropes, you know? Yeah. Um, and perhaps I was lucky. 
I don't know whether me and my dad would have not clashed heads. <laughs> yeah, every cloud has a silver lining, Chris. That's the saying, isn't it? Maybe you don't know says, if it's a good thing. But as Phil says, you know, he had his dad that he was learning off and, and going through there. But once again, I couldn't get away from this fact of he's in this company, this, 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 you know, doing this had this much growth and I haven't achieved that, you know, I'm not good enough. So I got a lot of mentoring from Phil and eventually we came together and we said, you know, Abka was very much in the M&E and the social housing, doing fire and security works so of fire alarms, intruder alarms, CCTV, um, maintenance plans, etc. cetera. Um, we were very much um, a, a domestic and, and, and business to business one, you know? So there was a synergy there that we were doing what, what Abka needed to do um, in terms of the, the private, we could almost set up a new private department, which is what we've done. Um, but Abka had the infrastructure to allow me to do what I'm good at, my background's in marketing and branding and, and, and sales, essentially. Um, so I could get rid of all of that loneliness of an MD that you've got to focus on everything and move into that business. Um, and the, I will come around to my point is the fact that, yes, you shouldn't compete against everyone else, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't have someone to look to, to take advice from, to learn from, you know, um, they say surround yourself with people in the room that you can learn from, Not don't be the, the cleverest person in the, in the room. Um, and I think that's what I'm getting from, from Abka, you know, so I'm, I've felt that I've grown in the last year, you know, I mean, there's, there's obviously strengths I can, I can bring to Abka and do bring to Abka, but not just Phil, you know, the other directors, Chris Scott, you've got Phil Batson, then you've got the team of senior managers as well, you know, you've got Elliot, Ant, Rebecca, um, Stephen, and having that team has really helped me and seeing all of those, not one person needs to have everything and seeing how that gels together um, makes a huge difference. So, so why you shouldn't compete against other people in terms of what you have um, in the monetary sense or, or anything, be content with what you've got and, and just try to improve yourself. It is important to learn from other people and to aspire to be to, to some of the traits from other people as well. Well, it's interesting you say that yes, comparing yourself against it is, is a necessary it is, evil. You need someone to aspire to kind of give you someone you want to be like or or a journey that you... Because if, if, if there was no one around you and you ignored what everybody else did, you would just wake up in the morning, eat your breakfast and sit on the sofa and go to bed. It, you didn't know there was other stuff. So, yeah, you kind of have to always know what other people are doing, don't you? But the difference is, the difference is when I was... Sorry, Martin. The difference is when I was sat in my office um, as Tyneside Security MD and Phil was sat in his office over here at Abka, I was sitting there going, I want his house, I want his money, I want his customers, I want his business, I want his staff, or, uh, you know, whereas now I'm sitting here across the office and I can see him walking around on his phone in front of me, you know, I want his drive, I want his motivation. I want his energy. I want his confidence. They're very, very different things. You, you mentioned before, Chris, about... Um, uh, I can't remember the exact thing you said, but you said something, you know... The, the question I was going to ask you is, what was it like giving up being an MD of a company where everything was your responsibility, but you also had the freedom to do anything the way you wanted? 
subject to you know market forces or whatever. Um, how, how have you found that transition then? And, and and it sounds like overall you're saying that is a good thing now because you've got a team of people who can fill in the bits you weren't great at. But is that is that a fair assumption or? Being excellent, horrible, brilliant, stressful, calming. It's been all of those different things. It's, do I still miss being, being in control of something, having something? Yes, I do. I do miss it. Um, it was a family business as well, so there's that emotional connection to it more. Do I sleep better at night? Yes, I do sleep better at night, massively. You know, um, the, the, the stress that any business owner has, you know. Um, do I enjoy the, I, I'm, I am learning to not, to enjoy not getting my own way every time. Um, <laughs> not being able to, to do something and get something involved, you know. It's, it's one of those things. So I get really frustrated because I, in, in the past, you know, if something happened and I wanted to happen, I go bang, 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 bang. And I either do it myself because I haven't got the other staff to do it, or I'm saying, right, jump on that, drop that, blah, blah, blah. So here, because, and it's the way it's meant to work, you know, it, 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 it's the way it's worked. We've got specialist departments with service, we've got special departments for HR, we've got specialist costume departments, sales departments, and um, small works. It, and it's the way it accounts. And you never thought you would hear me say I missed accounts, by the way, Mom. But the... <laughs> I thought I misheard you, to be honest, Chris. I, th I, I honestly thought I misheard you. Exactly. And to be honest with you, I don't miss it at all. Um, but it's one of those ones where if I want something to happen now, but I need a few different people to do it, there is, no, there is frustration there. But at the end of the day, those people will do the job a hell of a lot better than I would. You know, trying to do spin out those plates, or it wouldn't get done in the past. Um, the, the, being a being a, an MD of a business and there'll be hundreds of thousands of people out there, it can be so incredibly lonely. Having that weight on the responsibility on your shoulders and, and don't get me wrong, you know, Phil is MD here, will have that weight and responsibility on his shoulders, but he has other people to, you know, he's got two of the, um, you know, at the high level board, um, director level, you've got the, the management team underneath. Um, and... I think sharing that sharing that weight makes makes a huge a huge difference, and uh, not having to worry every time a brown envelope comes in from HMRC always helps as well. Yeah, those those, yeah, those dreaded brown envelopes. Uh, I still I still see them every now and again here, and it still sends shivers down my spine. So, <laughs> well, I think I, I think you've learned that response now. It's like if you get bit off a load of dogs when you're young, you'll always uh, step back if you see a dog. I suppose, won't you? Um, <laughs> It, 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 it's, it's funny as well because you because you, you you mentioned there about how you used to look at Phil and this isn't about Phil it's just a it's just a concept or a point to make. But it was and, it was it was such a it was such an obvious compact. There were so many similarities. Oh no no yeah yeah I mean your your, your lives were basically yeah. mirrored, but yeah. you know just he started the race a little bit ahead of you a couple of years ahead of you and that was it really wasn't it. But, but what was interesting about that was you said you were looking across thinking, oh, well, in the way you said it, you, you even emphasised that you kind of went, and the money he must have had. Exactly. So you were projecting onto him the life you thought he had, and it was that that you kind of wanted. And it's quite funny because it seemed to be the material things, and I'm not saying you are materialistic. No, but, but that's... But, the, but, yeah, yeah. 
So hey, hey, do, do, do you think there's a problem in the way that the world measures people's worth then? And is that why people feel negative? You think, well, I'm failing because I haven't got all of that. 100%. I saw a clip um, this morning, actually, um, and it was it was, it was was Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, it was a clip that came up, and it was him doing it in one of his tokens, and he was talking to the guy, and he was hammering this guy, to be fair, and he was like, what car do you drive? BMW. Why do you drive a BMW? Because I love the car, because I love the, what it is. And, and he was like, do you love the car, or do you love what other people think about you when they see you in that car? Or yeah. what they, you think they think about you? You know, so it's not necessarily that I am materialistic because if I was materialistic, I'd be struggling. <laughs> I'd be really down all the time because I haven't got lots of stuff. I'm very lucky and very content, um, but I haven't got lots of them. But um, it's not about it's not about what you get from that materialistic thing. We have been built up in society to think he is successful. He's got a really big house. He successfully drives a really big car. And, and going back to your social media point, this is where social media is really, really dangerous. So people tend to put their best bits on social media. Yeah. And of course, got, yeah. And, and you've got a feed and, and, and your friends have just gone on holiday. Your next friends have got kids that, a picture of the kids and they're immaculately turned out and with videos of them saying please and thank you and being really well behaved. And well, 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 you're looking across the room and your kids are throwing spaghetti at each other and like, Kicking the TV, like, ah, why yeah. are their kids so good? Well, straight away, you've got a picture of a couple who don't have kids, you know, and they're on holiday together. You've then got perfect, you know, angelic thing that's clearly a photo shoot that's been set up and, and, and whatever else. And you've got someone else who's getting their new car. You've got someone else who's just posted a massive win. And what you do is you take all of these pics from different people in different situations and you merge them into one, you think. Uh, I, I like what you've done there, Chris, because, yeah, you look at it, somehow, a family, you, you've merged everyone, the best of everybody's life into what your normal life should be. You yeah. should have the perfectly behaved kids with the fast car, the holiday home. and Exactly. That's interesting. I've never thought about that. What, 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 why do you think people put stuff on there in that way? Then? Because they care, because society has taught us to because because people want to be judged in a nice way, you know, and unfortunately, the, the, the way people think they're going to be judged well, not that it shouldn't matter how other people judge it, but people think that if I put on this and I've got this new car, I'm guilty of it, you know, in yeah, terms yeah, of, yeah, you know, yeah. it's, um, look at me, you know, the, the picture of the picture of me in the park with the dog and a coffee man saying, oh, Saturday vibes. It's like, well, I've literally taking the dog out because it's going mental. I've let it run around the park for five minutes and gone back. But people think, you know, people think, oh, that's impressive. It looks like it was up at six o'clock in the morning. They didn't know it was from five o'clock in the evening. I've waited until the morning to post it. You know, it's just, I didn't say that, by the way. It's, 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 it's almost like, it's almost like, almost like you, you, you could infer that people putting those posts on or trying to give themselves a boost just as much as anything else. Just as much as anything else. Yeah, well, it, well, it is, and it, it's a case of look, I'm worthy. Look, I'm doing the right stuff. You know, it's almost themselves telling themselves. You know, they, they, it's yeah, yeah. It's just, do you know what? If we could just turn around and be how 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 you would be to someone else, or how I would be to someone else, I would never dream of slamming someone down or or making them feel bad. You know, and, and if someone's got a problem, you always look to build them up and say, oh, 
you know, if they say, oh, I've really messed up, you haven't really messed up. If you could somehow turn that around and, and, and your inner voice say that to yourself, I think that's the, that's the, that's the goal, isn't it? But yeah, I, don't, a, I haven't learned how yeah, to do it there yet. There, 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 was, there was a study, I can't remember the link. I, if anyone really if anyone needs to know where I've got this from, reach out and I'll, I'll let you know. But there was a study that showed, study that showed if you're prescribed tablets you're prescribed for you, tablets, you're less likely to take them on time in the right way. Then you are if you get given tablets for your dog. And so your dog might, you know, have a minor ailment with some tablets that aren't going to change its life. And you're more likely to do or stick to the routine of giving your dog, you know, the tablet, than you are to take the ones that will literally extend your own life. And it's, uh, and I don't know what it is, but, and and I'm pretty sure the numbers are something like a third of people will take the, look after themselves the way they're meant to as prescribed. The other third will be nearly there. And a third will never even like get the prescription cashed in in the first place, you know? Yeah, so I'm saying, which is crazy because the better care you take of yourself, the, the more you can give to other people. <laughs> and, yeah. and that's something that I'm learning as well, you know, in terms of I'm thinking, oh, I can't go out to the gym or go for a walk or something like that because I've got to look after the kids. I've got to look. So, so I'll sit there being bit bit down or a bit out of breath not being able to run around and kick a ball with them and things like that i'll sit there and basically just moan at them and keep quiet whereas if i'd spent half an hour going out for a walk if i'd gone out and i was healthier and i had more energy and things like that then you're going to have a much better time with them and they're going to get so much more out of it you know it's uh it's a we're complicated things, aren't we? It's hard work. Oh, yeah. Well, if it was easy, if it was easy, oh, yeah. there would be, you know, there wouldn't be a section in the bookshop for self-help books and we'd, we'd all be happy, wouldn't we? That's it. Suddenly, what I have realised, <laughs> what I have realised is how much time over lockdown I must have read self-help books because I've come up with a few different things today and I'm sure they weren't there before. So, um, <laughs> so I must have been well, learning well, it from somewhere. So you mentioned earlier about your pal that will always give you a boost, but is there a go-to piece of music or an old sitcom on TV that will just always pick you up? So, yes and no. I mean, music does help. So I, when I've been in my darkest places, I've been known to really hide, really bury myself in anything from games on the phone to Netflix series to whatever it is literally block everything else and I'm just focusing on that thing and I'm not thinking about anything else and I'll, I'll go yeah I'll, I'll hide and that's a it's a, it's a mental hiding spot and um, what I found is putting something on that, that that can uplift you you know music or anything like that, that really does help is there any one thing not potentially I'm not saying that I would go to any one thing I tell you there's something that I'd probably try to avoid you know I'll try to avoid getting into a youtube loop or a social media loop or or even things on netflix and things like that i mean what i sometimes find is that in an evening rather than going to bed and your mind's taken away i'll find myself in a youtube loop or something else like that and um, whereas it's much better to listen to something and naturally drift off to sleep one thing i've learned massively is how important sleep is and um, i operate so much better when i get when i get better sleep and and I, I didn't I didn't actually realize how important that was, you know, living yeah. on three, four hours a night. Yeah. It, it, you, you don't function. You do not function. Uh, it's funny how we seem to be able to kid ourselves that you can still function, though. And you should, no, not just can, should. You know, 
you, you, you know, you, you should function. You should have been up until that time doing, you know, and, and, and we've, we've got friends and there's, there's one mutual friend in particular I'm thinking of and you just hear the amount of work that he's doing, doing bits and bobs until two, three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock, then getting up for certain meetings at six o'clock in the morning and it's just like, I really worry for him sometimes, you know, in terms of when you hear that sort of regularly and it's a case of at some point you have to really, really look after yourselves because some of us in the, well, you hear it in my industry alone, you know, there's, there's, there's people in local businesses that have had heart attacks, strokes, and you've got to look after yourself. You've got to, because I mean, yeah, you've got to. Um, that being said, I'll probably be out of the job because I'm sure uh, I was meant to have been talking more about fire and security than I have done through this thing, but uh, it's much more interesting than this, let's put it that way. <laughs> Chris, you mentioned the um, the feedback loop there on YouTube, for instance. Do you, do you think they're doing that on purpose to keep people there? I think it's a mixture. Yes, I think it's done on purpose, but I think it's our natural desire to want to do it. I think, uh, you know, I think it's... Because I don't think they're doing anything particularly clever. I don't think it's a case of... Um, well, that, that there's a cat falling off the back of a sofa. It's not like, oh, God, that is the must-see television of 2021. You know, it's. Uh, I think it's just... When things finish, you don't necessarily want things to, to end. You keep rolling over and you just go on to the next video, on to the next video, on to the next video. And it is a comfort blanket. And you know what? It's not the quality of the content that you're watching. It's the ability to hide away. It's the ability to not have to think about the stuff that's going on in your life. And we're talking about sort of dealing with that, that green fog. The problem is if you've got stuff that you need to deal with, it's still going to be there when you come out of that loop. Great. Well, well, Chris, I, we've had a good well, half hour well, there, Chris, if not longer. Um, it's, it's been great catching up again. It's not longer. I don't know how the sound's recording yet, because it's going a bit crazy my end. I don't know how the sound's recording yet, because it's going a bit crazy my end. Is that the excuse for all the bits that you wanted to take out? Is that what you say at the end of all of these? Is it just well, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure the sounds picked up most of that stuff when you were waffling. So, uh, well, yeah, no, 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 no. I, 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 I'm getting a massive feedback loop on the end, so I'm not sure what's going on. I'm getting a massive feedback loop on the God knows what's getting recorded. Um, God knows what's getting recorded. But listen, it has, it has been great, Chris, and, I, uh, and listen, thanks for your time. Great, Chris, um, and, and thanks for your time. I suppose the thing to take away from that is, it doesn't always have to be positive. It doesn't always have to be positive. But, but, but anything negative doesn't have to but, be the end of it either. But anything negative doesn't have to be the end of it either. Let's not kid ourselves. You're not going to have 100% of the time positive thoughts, positive feeling, positive vibes, whatever you want to say on the time. You're going to get... And I said, oh, David, you're going to get shit happening here. You know, we've already talked about losses on both our sides. Um, we've talked about issues with business or maybe not looking forward to a tax bill, having to do the accounts. You know, there's stuff in life that we don't want to do and, and, and don't feel like doing or don't feel up to doing or not strong enough or haven't had enough sleep. We've talked about all of these things. But it's how you deal with that. It's not beating yourself up too much. It's... You know, looking for the support from other people when it's there and, and offered. It's not hiding away. Um, and it's just trying to be kinder to yourself and, and and just doing that little one step in front of the other before you know it, you're running. I like that. Be kind to yourself. I think I, I think that's a that, that, that's a reasonable like that. um, kind of snapshot to end on there. That's okay, Chris. That's a reasonable um, 